Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This ongoing study of the Bible is designed to help and encourage us to draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have questions about the Bible or your walk with the Lord Jesus, feel free to reach out to me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. No doubt you have some verses in the Bible that are especially significant to you, passages that have spoken to your heart in a special way during pivotal times in your life. Recently, I've been sharing scripture that has been instrumental in my growth. Today on Drawing Near, we will take a look at another one of these passages that is foundational in my life. Let's take our Bibles and turn to Romans chapter 5 and explore God's love poured out. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. And our Father in heaven, as we come before you today, we acknowledge that your presence is a spiritual presence that resides on your heavenly throne. You are everywhere at all times. You are omnipresent. But Father, you are king. And when we pray, when we come before you, even as we come before you as our Father, we need to always remember that you are king. You are Lord. And Father, as Lord, it's an amazing thing for us to consider your love and your mercy, your gentleness, your kindness, your patience toward us, how you kindly work in our lives to bring about righteousness and maturity in the faith. Father, work in our hearts through your Spirit and your Word to develop that faithfulness in the Lord Jesus Christ that is so important and necessary. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Let's begin our study by reading Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. It says, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance character, and character hope. Now hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. To have the fullest appreciation for this passage of Scripture, you need to understand the context of the book of Romans. Now we're not going to go into that today, because this passage has a lot of significance as it stands alone. But Roman talks about the believer's walk with Christ, their need for salvation, God's work of justification, sanctification, glorification. And so in chapter 5, Paul says, we have been justified. And he's not going to talk about justification here. He's just declaring the fact that those who have sincerely trusted in Christ have been justified by faith. Being justified is a legal term, and it's has the idea of being cleared of charges, having been made right, having been declared just or justified by the judge. That's what we've experienced. We have been justified by faith. We need to remember, we are saved by grace through faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So we have been justified by faith. And having been justified by faith, That justification is a result of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, and our faith in him. Because of this justification, we have peace with God 
through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, in dying for our sins, enables us through faith to have peace with God. That's a tremendous statement. There is great joy in knowing peace with God. We need to understand before our salvation, we were enemies with God. We were not at peace with Him. It's not that we just weren't right with Him. We were in rebellion against Him. We were in darkness. We were lost and without hope in the world. That's what the Scripture tells us. But being justified through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and what He did for us, we have peace with God. That alone is worth studying this passage and considering. I think so many times we have a tendency to not consider the distance that existed between us because of our sin and rebellion and God. And God has bridged that distance. He has brought us back. Then in verse 2, it goes on and says, Through whom, through the Lord Jesus Christ, also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. We are saved by grace, and then we are able to live according to grace in a righteous, holy way before God. We are able to stand in this grace, to live to dwell in this grace by faith. So by faith, we've been justified, and by faith, we have access into this grace that we continually live in. There is never a time in our lives when we don't need the grace of God and when we are unable to stand in the grace of God because of what Jesus Christ has done. That's what the first part of verse 2 says, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. We have been justified, and we remain justified by grace and stand in this grace all the time because of faith in Jesus Christ. And as a result, it goes on and says, and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. There's going to come a time when we will see the glory of God, experience the glory of God in heaven. We are going to be glorified ourselves We have been justified. We're being sanctified. We will be glorified. And we rejoice in the hope of that future glorying of God. Our hope is not built on things in this world. It's not based on anything material or worldly. Our hope resides in heaven with the promises of God that are made possible to us through faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we have peace with God. We stand in this grace, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And then verse 3 says, and not only that, as if that weren't enough (laughs) to be justified, have peace with God through Jesus Christ, who dies on the cross, making atonement for our sins, having access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and rejoicing in hope of the glory of God, as if that weren't enough, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Now, isn't that an amazing transition? All of these things in the first part of this passage in verses 1 and 2, so positive, so upbeat. Look what God has done, grace, justification, we have peace. And then we're told, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Why would we glory in tribulations? Well, the next phrase tells us, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. 
and perseverance, character, and character, hope. We just got done at the end of verse 2 saying, we rejoice in the hope. We rejoice in hope of the glory of God. And then we get down to the last part of verse 4, and it says, character results in hope. You see, the tribulations that we experience set off a chain reaction. When we respond by faith, and again, without faith, it is impossible to please God. When we respond by faith to our tribulations, we acknowledge, like it says in James, count it all joy, my brethren, when you fall into various trials or tribulations. We know that tribulation produces a result. What's that result? Again, like in James 1, it's perseverance. It's the ability to continue to walk by faith, trusting God in the midst of hardship. It's a lesson we need to learn. We have to go through difficulties, rely on God, hold on to his promises, remain faithful, and watch God work. And that produces perseverance in our lives, a spirit of contentment. And as perseverance grows in our lives, it develops godly character. And we should desire godly character. But godly character isn't developed apart from tribulations that result in perseverance. And perseverance produces godly character. Our character needs to be tested. It needs to be put into the fire. It needs to be hardened and strengthened and purified. And tribulation is necessary for that. And as our godly character develops, that character continues to result in hope. Now, there's a part of this that we need to understand, that when we go through tribulations that result in perseverance and character, our longing is even more heavenly. We want even more to be in heaven. We look forward to the promises of God. We hold on to the promises of God even more because the tribulations of this world are difficult but we persevere and we grow in perseverance and our godly character develops. And as we become more godly in our character, we long even more for the eternal glory that we hope in. And verse five, now hope does not disappoint. The hope that we have in Jesus Christ regarding this eternal glorying in God, it does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Do you see why this passage is so important to me? It helps me with the day-to-day difficulties of life. It helps me to understand what God is seeking to do in my life through circumstances and the work of the Holy Spirit, rekindling His Word in my life as I go forward. But we have this along with that. We have been justified by faith. We have peace with God. We have access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And then verse 5, and hope doesn't disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who was given to us. What a blessing. This love of God and this Holy Spirit that pours out the love of God in our hearts, the Holy Spirit is a seal, a guarantee, a down payment of that hope that God gives us in Jesus Christ, of being joint heirs with Jesus Christ, ruling and reigning with Christ, enjoying the heavenly rewards, of being in God's presence. All of these things that we hope in 
because of God's faithful promises. The Holy Spirit is in our hearts and lives. He is the expression of the love of God entrusted to us as a seal and guarantee and a down payment of all of those things. And so our confidence is high. What a passage of Scripture. And I'm sure in trying to cover so much of this in such a brief period of time, I've muddled some of this. I haven't said it as clearly and as concisely as I like. But read it, study it, think on it, and allow this to wash over your life. And maybe it will be as critical and as foundational for you as it is for me. Father in heaven, thank you for this passage. Thank you for its beauty, its insight, its reinforcement of all that you've said to us and taught us in your word. Thank you for clarification. Father, what an anchor to hold on to. Help us, Father, to think on these things, what it is to be justified, to have peace, to stand in this grace by faith, rejoicing in hope. Help us, Father, to comprehend the joy that should be in going through tribulation because of the result that you produce in this. That takes maturity. That takes faith. Help us to have such faith. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the promise that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.